Welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome to uh, another edition of the Illuminati News Hour Morning Show. Every morning at 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right here on Illuminati Radio Podcast Show. With your host, Pastor Michael Smith. Sister Smith. Brother Monday. And uh, Sister Big Brim is uh, off today. Make sure you guys hit that follow button if you're new to this page. If you are new to this page, hit that follow button, turn on your notification bell. Hit that like button as you guys come in here. And if you haven't done so already, if you have not done so, if you have not followed the podcast yet, I urge you to follow the podcast because you are missing out on all the breaking news stories. You know what I'm saying? So the podcast link is right there in the title of this show www.illuminatipodcast.com That's www.illuminatipodcast.com The podcast link is also right there in the title of this show. Click on that link in the title that'll take you to the podcast and hit that follow button while you're there. Okay, so we're going to go into a little known idiot by the name of Charlemagne from the Breakfast Club which is the co-owner or partnership, have a partnership with Nori and the Drink Champs podcast, which is hosted on the Revolt Network, which happens to be by Pete Diddy. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to go into a little bit of that. And we're also going to go into a little bit of Megan Thee Stallion saying that she is taking a break. We're going to go into that. And we're going to end it off with something, some nitty guy who um, is wanted by the Morris County Police Department. Uh, let me go say, everybody's doing okay today? Yes, I'm doing good. Hey, man, Sister Smith okay. says she's doing good. Brother Monday says he's doing fine. Amen, amen. Okay. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to start with Charlemagne. Let me tell you something. See, Everybody loves, you know, say, y'all want to buy Charlemagne's book. You're buying a rapist book. You know, say, Charlemagne can't teach nobody nothing because he have to, you know, say, answer to victimizing a once 15-year-old girl. That don't go away. When you rape somebody, it do not go away. But yet you have Charlemagne sitting on this damn breakfast club every morning uh, professing to be some type of scholar or teacher to teach other people on how to conduct themselves in life when you have to answer to victimizing a 15-year-old girl by the name of Jessica Reed. Y'all know saying? And this is who they put up. You know what I'm saying? They put, you know what I'm saying, Brother Polite. You know what I'm saying? Who does what? Molest 14-year-old girls. Africa Barbada. You all know what he did. You know what I'm saying? Nick Cannon. You all know what he do. Just ask Orlando Brown. Nicki Minaj. You all know what she do. 
a brother's a pedophile, her husband's a pedophile. So it seems that every last one of you all, you know what I'm saying, love to clean yourselves to those that do wrong instead of those that do right. But we're going to go into this article, you know what I'm saying, on Charlemagne. Sister Smith, go ahead. Charlemagne, the God, raped me when I was 15. This is who you all follow on the Breakfast Club. You know what I'm saying? This is who you all listen to when you listen to Charlemagne. You know what I'm saying? When you buy his books and get encouraged by his books and and and, and you wanna, you know what I'm saying? This is who you guys listen to. Listen to what just listen to the mouth of Jessica Reed, somebody who was sexually assaulted, drugged, and raped by this freaking damn rapist. They got a rapist on 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 daytime radio. They got a rapist. Over Negroes. Go ahead. Uh, I was 15, alleges Jessica Reed. Now I demand justice. Uh, the woman who claimed that Charlemagne God 40 raped her when she was just 15 is now speaking out exclusively to Hollywood life. And the story that she has to tell is very disturbing. Jessica Reed, now 32, vividly recalls the detail of June 8, 2001. Now, I know a lot of people say, well, she's 32. She's a grown woman. She can be a grown woman. She still got to live with the fact that she was violated. That don't go away. Sister Smith? Yes. If a person is raped, if a girl is, little girl is raped, you know what I'm saying, whether she's 14, 15, and now, and, what, and if that girl reached the age of what, the 50, 60, or 70, do that incident that happened goes away? No, it don't. It don't go away. Actually, it, it affects the life of that individual. It affects the life of that individual. So to all of you who say, oh, she got to get over it. It goes away. You grown now. No, no, it go. No, no, no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? Jessica Reed, you know what I'm saying? It ain't going to go away. Even if um, Jessica Reed get justice and Charlemagne gets locked up mm-hmm. and gets convicted for the charges for 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 what he have done it still ain't going away because it's happened go ahead Jessica Reed now 32 vividly recall the details of June 8 2001 the night she alleged the Breakfast Club radio show co-host raped her, claimed that he was strongly denied, including in a new statement below. Back then, Charlemagne, whose real name is Lenar Larry uh, McCleavy, was a 22-year-old local DJ 
who she said had a crush on her. When she made it clear to McCleavy, who she met through a mutual friend, that she wasn't interested in a romance. Hear that? She made it clear that, listen, Charlemagne, I'm not interested in you. I don't want you like that. She made it clear. Charlemagne said, I'm going to get this little girl. Even if I got to put something in her drink, get her drunk, and let her pass out, I will make love to her dead, passed out body. That's how sick Bernard is. That's how sick Charlemagne is to, 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 to have sex with a passed out, unconscious 15-year-old girl. That's how sick this Breakfast Club host is. Go ahead. Uh, she wasn't interested in a romance. They nevertheless became friends, and Jessica said he vowed to take care of her. Instead, she alleges that he broke her trust by taking her to a house party. 22 years old. He said... He said, I'm going to, I'm going to, I just want to be your friend. That's, that's what y'all saying. That's what pedophiles, that's what stalkers do. Go ahead. Uh, take, taking her to a house party where he sexually assaulted her Mm -hmm. after she was given a drink Mm -hmm. that left her feeling dizzy. Given a drink. That left her feeling dizzy. He put he put Spanish fly in her drink, people. You know what I'm saying? Spanish fly, everybody knows what that does. He knows what that does. He purposely put Spanish fly in her drink. He put Spanish fly in her friend's drink. He did this. This is something that he did. So therefore, if Bill Cosby can get locked up and go to prison for putting stuff in those women drinks. Surely, what's wrong with this picture here? But this is who you guys sit up there on the breakfast club and he's giving everybody advice, but he's not even, he can't even, why don't you talk to your victim, Charlemagne? Why don't you, Charlemagne, why don't you talk to your victim? Why don't you say sorry to your victim? Why don't you speak to your victim? Instead, when your victim was young, was the age of 15, and your victim wanted to come out, because a lot of people say, well, why don't she, why she wait till she's 32? She tried to come out. You know what I'm saying? At the age of 15, she, and with at age of 15, she's still under the guardianship of her, of her parents. At the age of 15, she tried to come out. Charlemagne went to her mama and paid her mama off for her not to say nothing. And now she's, you know what I'm saying, of age. Now she can do things on her own. She wants justice. Go ahead. In a 2013 video with his pal DJ Epidemic, Charlemagne denies that he ever touched Jessica and that anything inappropriate ever occurred 
at the party. However, he confirmed that he was charged in the case with criminal sexual misconduct with a minor and submitted blood and DNA samples to the police and further that he... Okay, Sister Sister Smith. So, he said he denied touching this woman, right? Yes. But yet he was charged with what? With uh, criminal sexual conduct. So that means that means he touched the woman. Yeah. <laughs> but he says he didn't touch the woman, but yet you being charged with touching the woman. This is actually public records. You being charged with touching the woman and you saying you didn't touch the woman. You know what I'm saying? All this is is you know what I'm saying? You did the ritual. And the courts ruled in your favor due to you did the ritual. And that's why you obtained the breakfast club. Because you did the ritual. See, back then, before you became over the breakfast club, you was in a little hole in the wall radio station in South Carolina. And you wanted to be something bigger. And you took the innocence from this 15-year-old girl. To be where you, you know what I'm saying? And then you want to, then you want to talk about your daughters. Oh, I'll, I'll protect my daughters. Yeah, because Charlemagne got, Sister Smith? Yes. You know, Charlemagne got three daughters, right? No, and, I didn't know. Yeah, he got three daughters and he always get on the breakfast club every morning. I'll protect my daughters. I got three daughters. I got to protect my queens. But, but you do this to somebody else's queen. Yeah. Charlemagne, what you do on the others will get done onto you. Take it how you take it how you take it. What you do on the others will get done onto you. So what you did unto Jessica Reeds, don't be shocked when it gets done onto you. And I don't mean you. I mean that which came from you. You got three daughters, right? You got three daughters. You do the math. You know what I'm saying? You do the math, Charlemagne. Go ahead. And further that, he took a plea deal, receiving a sentence of three years probation. Whoever touched her, it wasn't me, he told his DJ pal. But Jessica, who tells Hollywood life, she still has flashbacks, remembers that night far different. Look at that. She still has flashbacks. Whoever touched her wasn't me. Jessica might have been passed out, but her friend wasn't. Her friend that you tried to give a drink to, well, you didn't try, you did. It just didn't work. It just didn't take effect on her friend like it took effect on her. Her friend witnessed when a friend walked in on you on top of Jessica's passed out body, hunching away. Her friend witnessed that. 
but yet you on breath on the Breakfast Club every morning, you know what I'm saying, uh, giving advice, and people is actually paying attention and listening to a damn rapist. Go ahead. Night five differently. Seventeen years later, she recalls how she was introduced to the man who is now a media superstar. She met him through a mutual friend who was a local DJ, and he made it clear that he liked her. After I meet, met her, him, he, he called my house a few days later, she said. He was trying to just talk with me, told me he liked me, but I told him I wasn't interested in him that way. He said, okay. Well, can we just be friends? And I said, that's fine. There's friendship. Their friendship was no secret. Jessica said he took her to lunch one day. She, uh, she bought her best friend. He even met her mother, Joseph, Jocelyn Sullivan. Uh, Jessica said, he, de- he definitely knew how old I was. I was still in high school. He told me he was 20 years old. Jessica and Charlemagne completely disagrees on what happened on that night, on the night of the party, right down to why the bash was held in the first place. When Charlemagne did the interview with DJ Academic, He said he was doing a party for his cousin's graduation from college. But he told me it was his birthday party and that's the only reason I went because I wasn't going to go at first, recalled Jessica, who brought along her brother's fiance at the time, Malika, 18. He used to call me his little sister and he convinced me because it was his birthday and and said, you have to come. So the story about his cousin is bogus. That was a lie. Jessica claimed that Charlemagne picked her and Malika up when it was 4 p.m. and still light outside. He drove for hours, and finally the group, which includes the team, Charlemagne and about four uh, or five guys, arrived at the beach house. Once we once once we arrived, we went inside, and there was nothing but guys everywhere. Jessica said only two other females were there. Damn, it was a full-fledged sausage party. A beach house. Charlemagne holds a party for his so-called birthday. 22-year-old birthday at that. You know what I'm saying? He was 22 at the time. We know what we know what 22 means. 22 represents to build. So he was building his career over 15-year-old Jessica Reeds on his birthday. He was orchestrated to do this. Now look at him. The ritual is complete, huh? 
I won't be too surprised if he took her star as well. That's just how it happens. He took her to a damn party full of men. The only women that was there was Jessica's Jessica, who was 15, and Jessica's sister-in-law, which was, I think, 18? Yes. Those are the only two girls that was there. Go ahead. Right from the start, Jessica claims she had a bad feeling. I had an institution. I had an intuition that I should have left. But being only 15, I didn't listen to my intuition, she said. Instead, she trusted her friend and even went against her better judgment by accepting a soft drink from him after he gave one to Malika. He said, Charlemagne, she said, Charlemagne told her, nothing is going to happen to you tonight. I got your back. I'm going to take care of you tonight. You're going to be fine. But she wasn't and neither was Malika who started what, what was up. the what was the reason that right there should have told you something like why would you even say that nothing's going to happen to me tonight what, what would you even say some shit like that that shouldn't even be the question was you expecting something to happen Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? If I'm so called your little sister, you call, you know what I'm saying? Why would you even even think or even mention, oh, ain't nothing gonna happen to you tonight. I'm gonna take care of you. That sounds like some old sleazy damn pedophile. And she goes to show you that he had to drug this woman to take advantage of her. Go ahead. Malika, who started throwing up, Jessica said, I got some napkins to help clean her up, and she was out of it. Within 10 minutes, I started feeling feeling crazy. I was dizzy, and I didn't feel like myself. I stood up to go to the bathroom to give myself a moment to feel better, and when I got up, I collapsed. It was the weirdest thing in the world. I was laying there and I couldn't I couldn't move. Look at that. Charlemagne did that. Charlemagne slipped that woman some Spanish fly in her drink. She got up to go to the bathroom and she collapsed. She could not even move. She could not even move. Go ahead. I could see and hear everything, but I could not control my body. She claimed that Charlemagne and his friends were all laughing at me. That's when she alleges the Breakfast Club co-host told his friend, take her, take her ass upstairs. Jessica said that two men, two of the men dragged her upstairs where they put her in the bathroom, not wanting to go into the details, she said. 
they did nothing. They did not penetrate me, but they violated me. When they were uh, when they were done, they left me there. I was laying on the floor crying. Jessica alleges that a tall, dark, skinny guy who came to the party with Charlemagne took me into the bedroom and laid me on the bed and later started to rub his penis on my on her body. Jessica continued her account alleging I don't know how long I was laying there for. But then Charlemagne came in the room. Here we go. He here, come, here comes Charlemagne. Here comes Charlemagne. Charlemagne after here comes Charlemagne. Charlemagne comes in the room. Go ahead. He opens the door, came in, then closed the door. He got on the he got on that bed and started taking my clothes off. Meanwhile, I'm still at the state where I can't move and I can't do anything. I'm just lying I'm just lying there. But I was crying. I know he saw me crying. He knew I was crying and whimpering and he started taking talking to me. It was so gross and weird. He started talking to me saying, didn't I tell you I was going to take care of you? You don't have to worry about nothing. I got you. Uh, Jessica alleges he took my clothes off and then he had sex with me. Put that, but that's not all he did. He actually had all sex with me as well. And then he left the room and I'm just lying there in the room. Jessica claimed that the other man whom she alleges molested her opened the door and some other party goers started to uh, stare at her. Malika then walked in the room, shocked to see Jessica naked. She tried to find her clothes and get the teen dress. I remember her just trying to help me off the bed but she was still under the influence of whatever he gave us. Jessica alleges, so she tried to help me, but at the same time, she can't really hold herself up. She she staggered, staggering around, and I'm just sitting there crying. We remind you, these are the only two women that are in this damn party. A full-fledged sausage fest. These are the only two women. Go ahead. She claims the first alleged assaulter said, Shut the fuck up. Ain't nobody did nothing to you, you crazy bitch. Jessica and and Malika were eventually able to stumble downstairs and out of the party where they sat on the side of the curb. That's when a passerby passerby pulled up in his car and asked if they were okay. She said, I didn't even talk to this guy because I didn't know who he was. And I was so traumatized, I didn't want to talk to anyone, especially some strange guy. I can imagine, I can imagine 
You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You don't know who's who. Go ahead. He was talking to Malika, and I think she was the one who was able to call my mom. But honestly, I don't know who called 911. I don't even know how my mom was contacted. But my mom told me she spoke to Malika and that she heard me in the background on the phone. Uh, Jessica's mother, Jocelyn Sullivan, tells Hollywood Life that she was, in fact, that she was, that she uh, she claimed that someone she claimed that someone who was concerned at the party and knew her family had actually phoned her and that she could hear Jessica screaming in the background. I initially called nine one one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and got them over over there. She reports to Hollywood Life. Police later arrived and took Jessica to the hospital where she had a rape kit done. You can read the entire police report and court documents surrounded, surrounding Charlemagne's sexual co- misconduct case here, including the, Bar- the Barclay County the Berkeley County incident report takes on June 9, 2021, and a court warrant charging Leonard Larry McCleavy with criminal sexual conduct with a minor, second degree for actually having vagina intercourse with a female child. The police report describes the scene in one of the upstairs bedrooms of the so, house. So, so Charlemagne, so, so a rape kit was be a rape kit had been conducted, and Charlemagne had been charged with sexual intercourse, right? Yeah. So therefore, he did it. Therefore, yeah. he did it. A rape kit was conducted. Charlemagne was charged. So they connected the rape kit to Charlemagne. So therefore, he did it. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, this uh, this area with sheets completely messed up and in a pile in a middle in the middle of the bed. A silver bracelet was lying next to the bed, which was later said to be Reeves. At the end of the that night. Jessica said she was confused, hurt, and afraid. She said, I was, I thought Charlemagne and I were friends, so I didn't understand. He was somebody I felt could, I could trust. I wasn't a groupie type. I wouldn't just hang out at parties. I wasn't on drugs. I wasn't that type of person. In this interview, in his interview with DJ Academic, he tried to discredit me, but I wasn't that type of person. Uh, today, 17 years later, and a mother of four, Jessica says that the alleged incident still affects her. She has she has good and bad days and has been in and out of counseling for years. 
she also gets flashbacks that are triggered every time she sees the Breakfast Club co-host who has interviewed everyone from Kanye West to Kodak B. Seeing him on TV all the time, I can't get away from this guy, she said. So why is Jessica finally telling her story now? She said it's not for the money, Charlemagne's interview with DJ Academic from 2013, which she didn't see at the time, but has surfaced, resurfaced online. Prompted her to share the idea, the details of her attack, alleged attack. I saw him try to discredit me, and I believe assassin, assassin, assassinated my character. She tells us it's an important part of my healing process to speak out. Yeah, it is. That is that is how you heal. That is how you heal. And Charlemagne always talk about healing. Every time Charlemagne do a, a, a news report on something, what do he always say? Sealing, we're sending healing energy to such and such. We're sending healing energy to this one. Well, Charlemagne, why don't you send healing energy to Jessica Reeve? You are sending healing energy to everybody else, but you ain't sending no healing energy to Jessica Reeve. She need to heal. 17 years later, she is still suffering from flashbacks and still going through the motions. Lord, that's going to wrap that up, Sister Smith. Thank you for that report. Okay, yes, you're welcome. Yes, you know what I'm saying? And this is Charlemagne. This is, you know what I'm saying, who is a business partner of Nori and the Drink Champs podcast, which is on the Black Effect Podcast Network. They all partners together. And they all is hosted by Revolt TV. So when you heard Kanye West go on the Breakfast Club, you know what I'm saying? All of that was orchestrated. Even down to him talking about George Floyd on the anniversary of George Floyd. The reason why Kanye West said that about George Floyd, because it was the anniversary of his birthday. Not only that, guess what? Who also is coming out on the anniversary of George Floyd's birthday? Let me see. Let me see. This is how this is how all of this comes together. This is how you know all of this is a distraction. Guess what came out today, Sister Smith? And we're gonna be doing that on a podcast. We're going to be doing what? that on the podcast, people. So if you don't want to, if you're not following the podcast, follow the podcast right now. The podcast link is right there in the title of the show, IlluminatiPodcast.com, www.IlluminatiPodcast.com. The link is right there in the title of the show. Click on that link. That'll take you to the podcast. And make sure you follow that podcast because guess what came out today, Sister Smith? What? What? Um, a by a little girl who I think she says she, she they said she was eleven at the time who watched who so called watched uh the so called police you know what I'm saying have having a knee on you know what I'm saying uh, George Floyd's neck 
She said she watched George Floyd die. She said she was 11 years old. What? She just came out saying that she wrote a children's book. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, with the with the theme of the whole George Floyd incident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, where the girl is a little older now, but you know what I'm saying? She said she was 11 then, and she watched the whole thing, and she just came out talking about she wrote a children's book all on the anniversary of George Floyd's birthday. Wow. Kanye West came out and he said that about the neck on George Floyd's birthday. It was it's so you know all of this is a ritual. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kanye West going on the drink champs. Let me tell you something. If they ban you for speaking against the system, they will ban you for speaking against the system. You won't even be allowed to go on any network that is put up by the elites because Revolt Network is put up by the elites. Yeah, Black uh, 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 P. Diddy is probably the fa- is the face of Revolt, but if it wasn't for the Jewish people network, Revolt TV wouldn't be a network. Oh, but they, you said, but they took down the Nori. They took down the Nori interview. They took it down after two million people watched it. What's the sense of taking it down? Two million people have already seen it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Two two million people have already seen the podcast. Two million people, you know what I'm saying? Fifty uh, percent uh, of that two million people probably don't already screenshotted or screen recorded the most important parts. So therefore, you can take it down all you want. It was all orchestrated. That whole thing. He said, "Light, light," and see because if Kanye West was so much saying that he's a Jew. Hello? Yeah. Oh. Kanye West so much say that he's a Jew. But what did he say on the Nori podcast about um, Kim? He said, white lives matter. He said, my baby's mama... Uh, 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 is white. Her lives matter. But you supposed to be a, a Jew, right? You supposed to be an Israelite. A, a Jew, right? That's what you say. And being that you say that you supposed to be a Jew, then you would know who the people that are not Jews are gender is. You, you would know. And being that you'd know why are you still working for them? <laughs> I tell you why. Because this is Kanye West's job. He's getting a check for this. Charlemagne, you know what I'm saying, is a is a, a, a agent who paid his dues to be where he's at. All of these damn, you know what I'm saying, radio show hosts, they are paid to lie to you. Nori is a liar. 
and he's paid to lie to you. Oh, I didn't mean to do it. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? All lies matter. You know what I'm saying? When he was doing the interview, all lies matter. I didn't know it was going to be like that. Come on, stop it. You know exactly what was going on. But anyway, that's news. Um, uh, pay attention because we're going to be doing that report on the, the, the little girl who wrote the children, the George Floyd children's book. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be doing that report on the podcast. So if you're not following the podcast right now, you need to follow the podcast right now. The podcast link is right there in the title of this show, IlluminatiPodcast.com. That's www.IlluminatiPodcast.com. Um, the link is right there in the title of the show. Make sure you guys hit that like button. Hit that follow button as you guys come in here. All right. Um, let's go to Beckon to Stallion, Sister Smith. Okay. Yeah, Megan the Stallion talking about she's taking a break. I know why you're taking a break, Megan the Stallion. Because when that verdict come down, when your case is finally about to come to the light, the lie is going to be exposed. You can no longer lie to the people saying that you got shot in both of your feet. You know what I'm saying? You know why you taking a break? Because you don't want to see the outcome of the aftermath of your lie. Because once the verdict come out on what's going on with this whole court case, all of that interview that you did with Gail King, where you was crying and saying, Oh, I was scared. All of that will be turned out to be a lie. This whole, your whole life is a lie. You lived a lie. You lived a lying ass career. Megan Thee Stallion. And it's about to come out. Because once this case is complete, the truth is going to come out. Okay. Go ahead. Megan Thee Stallion. To take a break after pulling SNL double duty home burglary. And and number two, how can you take a break? You are in, in a, you are an employee. You were assigned not only to call Crawford a fifteen oh one label, you are also signed to Rock Nation. And you also signed to another label. These are contracts. That you have signed. You don't have no say so. In. If you taking a break or not. You don't have no say so in that. Unless. Unless. Something else is transpiring. Because the only way you take a break. Is if Rock Nation. Shelf you. If Rock Nation shelf you. Or drop you. Or call Crawford. Shelf you. Or drop you. Because you are, you are under contract right now. So you don't have no say so. In taking no damn break. Because if Rock Nation tells you. They need you to make a product right now. They need you to make some content right now. You got to make some content. If Cole Crawford said you need to make some content, you got to make some content. 
You don't have no say, so you a slave. So what's really the issue here? What is the real issue here? I tell you what the real issue here. The lie is about to be exposed. And being that the lie is about to be exposed from this court case, Rock Nation, Carl Crawford, don't want to have no parts of that. Don't want to have no parts of that. Rock Nation signs Beggar the Stallion and this lie get exposed? What type of look will that be on Rock Nation? You hired a liar. You promoted a liar, Rock Nation. You promoted a liar, Carl Crawford. You hired a liar, Carl Crawford. All of these labels that Megan Thee Stallion is signed to now got to answer for everything that they have done by promoting Megan Thee Stallion as she perpetrated this lie about getting shot in both of her hoofs. Go ahead, Sister Smith. The singer, the singer held back tears as she performed anxiety off of her recent album in which she's candidate about, candidate about her mental health. Uh, after a non-stop year of releasing new music, touring worldwide, graduating college, and experiencing personal turmoil, Megan Thee Stallion has announced a break. The Grammy-winning winning rapper, sing, singer, and advocates took a Twitter took to Twitter to relay the news following her Saturday Night Live appearance, where she pulled double duty as both host and musical performer this weekend. The hottest. The hottest I'm really sorry, but after SNL, I really got to take a break. I'm so tired physically and emotionally, she wrote, receiving an outpouring of love and support from her fans who encouraged her not to apologize for taking care of her well-being. In between her hilarious sketch, Sketches on SNL, Megan Thee Stallion performed hits off of a her new album, Trauma 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 Zine, which peaked in the top five on the Billboard 200 following its release. During her performance of Anxiety, in which she candidly speaks about her mental health struggling as well as how often she is dismissed and disbelieved. The the singer visibly held back tears and appeared emotionally emotional after audience applaud. The rapper set also includes a rock of DNA, I mean NDA, which transitioned into the album single Plan B, 
On Thursday, TMZ reported that two burglars had broken into Megan Thee Stallion's uh, home, raiding roughly 300000 to 400000 worth of jewelry, cash, and electronics. Yeah, from the hoe ain't the- got no damn three hundred to 400000 worth of jewelry and cash. That's a lie. And it said they took her damn panties. Come on. You know what I'm saying? That's a ritual in itself. You know what I'm saying? She's taking a break because, you know what I'm saying, her labels is like, hey, we don't want no parts of that shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Hey, we letting you go. (laughs) We don't want no parts of this shit. You know what I'm saying? What's about to come through the ropes? Because she spent the whole year lying. Saying that, oh, she shot, she got shot. Go ahead. Due to the SNL schedule, the outlet said the rapper wasn't at her residence at the time. Uh, prior to her appearance on the late night sketch show, the Savage Lyricsy wrote on Twitter material things. That can be replaced, but I'm glad everyone is safe. Five minutes later, after the statement, Megan announced the break. Fans of the H-Town rapper are familiar with her steady accent into music royalty, as well as the constant negativity she has faced from follow peers and the public due to mysterious the dislike and prejudice of black women. The single the singer had been forthcoming about dealing with the early de- death of her parents as well as the violence that was directed at her in the Aftermath of being shot by another musician. There, there, there we go. <laughs> the aftermath of being shot by another musician. That's the lie that's going to be exposed when this whole court thing come to fruition. That's why. That's why the labels. You know, the, the labels required her to. You know, yo, I think it's time for you to take a break. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't know how the so we don't know how social media is going to react. Once the verdict, once everything comes down. Go ahead. Uh, the musician. Matter of fact, matter, matter of fact, that, that's, that's it for that. You know what I'm saying? That's it for that. That's all we want to know about that anyway. All right. That's Megan Thee Stallion. Make sure you guys hit that like button as you guys come in here. Turn on your notification bells. If you're new to this page, hit that follow button. Turn on your notification bells. Hit that follow button. Turn on your notification bells. And if you're not following the podcast, follow the podcast right now. That that podcast link is right there in the title of the show. www.illuminatipodcast.com That's www.illuminatipodcast.com The podcast link is right there in the title of the show. Click on that link that'll take you to the podcast. Hit the follow button while you're on the podcast. All right, let's get to the last report, Sister Smith. 
Okay, see him. Accused narcotics dealer, Nitty Grits, wanted by Morris County Chair. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Tyson McCoy, AKA Nitty Grits, uh, photo credit. Morris County Sheriff's Crime Stoppers face via Facebook. Authorities in Morris County are seeking the public's help tracking down an accused narcotics dealer known as Nitty Grits. Uh, America number one hearing 80. Oh, wait a minute. The Morris County Sheriff's Office Crime Stoppers has issued an arrest warrant for Tyson McCoy, a.k.a. Nitty Grit with charges for first degree possession with intent distribution of narcotics. The department say in a release on Monday, October 17, uh, McCoy picture, pictures above is 41 years old, six feet one inches tall, and weighs about 180 pounds, police say. He also has several tattoos, including one dispenser bar wire on his forehead authority say uh, McCoy is known to make frequent trips to the area of Morristown and Dover anyone with information on McCoy's whereabouts is asked to contact the Morris County Sheriff's Crime Stoppers Cop at 973 cop call or use the P3 Tips app on any mobile device. 973, uh, that's New Jersey right there. I think that's New Jersey, 973. Alright. Alright, so there you have it, people. You know what I'm saying? Charlemagne is a pedophile. And Megan the Stallion is, you know what I'm saying, the shit's about to hit the fan. But I told you Megan Thee Stallion is broke. You know what I'm saying? She kept up. You know what I'm saying? You know how they say fake it till you make it? That's what she was doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All of the things she was... Well, you cannot be signed to three different labels and still make millions. You cannot. You know what I'm saying? You cannot. You just can't. You know what I'm saying? Megan Thee Stallion is broke. You know what I'm saying? She was trying to keep keep up the status of being that B. But she was broke. Now she's come. She done and gone. She's come and gone. Now she wants to, you know what I'm saying, have a website talking about she's a mental health advocate. That's what she announced on Saturday Night Live. Oh, she's a mental health advocate. Listen. You cannot be a mental health advocate when your whole career is based on a lie. You know what I'm saying? Your whole career is based on a lie. You lied and said that you got shot in both of your feet. But when you was pulled out of the SUV in LA, you actually walked out of the SUV. Somebody who got shot in both of their feet would have not been able to even get up when the police told them to get out the truck. If you got shot in both your feet, you wouldn't be able to walk. 
But yet this hoe was on social media twerking the next day. Anyway. That's news, people. That's news. You know what I'm saying? That's your daily dose of news this morning. I want to thank you for that, Sister Smith. You did a wonderful job. You're welcome. Hey, Amen. Amen. Make sure you guys hit that like button as you guys come in here. Turn on your notification bells. Hit that follow button. Um, and if you're not following the podcast, follow the podcast. The podcast link is right there in the title of this show. www.illuminatipodcast.com That's www.illuminatipodcast.com Click on that link and follow the podcast because we're going to be dropping some more breaking news stories this afternoon. All right. Let's go to the final thoughts. Uh, Brother Monday. Hmm. No, Brother Monday. All right. Sister Smith, final thoughts? Yes. um, All praise is due to the Most High. And everyone have a blessed day. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, we will see you guys tonight at 9 o'clock p.m. for the Bible study class. See you tonight, everybody. Uh, you bless you all. See you tonight, everybody. Uh, you bless you all.